great future. We're talking real money. Well, we talk about saving for retirement a lot on Talking Real Money, and there's a really good reason we do that, because you're still not doing it as well as you could. You're not putting as way as much, you're not putting away as much as you could. You haven't invested it properly. You most people are destined to live a less than comfortable retirement given the current numbers. Now, it's not like the government isn't trying to help you out a little bit, give you a tiny bit of encouragement to put more money away for your long-term future. You get tax breaks. You get a tax deduction. You get tax-free growth, however you choose to do it, on a certain amount of your money that you can put away every year. And this year, 2024, you can put even more money away in your 401k, 403b, 457, IRA, and Roth IRA. And Tom, in some cases, it's a lot more. It's a lot of money is what it is. I mean, uh, if you're really young, under the age of 50, you can put away. <laughs> that come out wrong? I, uh, I, I remember being <laughs> under the age of 50 and just, you know, not thinking I was really young. I was thinking I was really old, but now I think I was young then. Maybe I shouldn't point out my age in the week where all the old white guys went right out the door in two days, too. Um, oh, you're talking about the NFL. Yeah. Sorry. Well, and yeah. college football. They all departed well, in 24 one, hour period. One in college. The yeah, NFL is but like, it was dramatic for, right. anyway, for those of us in a particular group. <laughs> I'm not as old as they are. I'm just saying that, okay? Yeah, so you I feel are. better. Close. Yeah, yeah, you are. No, I'm not. They're well, all in kinda, their 70s, dude. Yeah, but you're close. I'm, I'm, but I'm not. So you're we're moving. just getting. All this right. Go this ahead. show is about the facts. And yeah. the facts are if you're under, about the facts. If you're under 50, you can you can put in $23,000 into your 401k that could be as Don said pre-tax or post-tax. Uh, $23,000. Think of money. about that for a second folks. That's 2 grand a month almost. Yeah. That that you if you could find it, you would not you will not believe how well you can do if that's invested properly. Indeed, which is another Indeed. part of our program, which we have talked about from time to time, how to do that. Uh, if you're putting money into an IRA or a Roth, oh, by the way, I should actually add over 50, you can you can put another $7,500 in catch up. So now you can put 30500 into that retirement oh, account. So I can, wait, how much can I put in catch up? $30,500. That's, That's a, a lot, lot of Heinz stock. It is. A lot. Uh, and then with the a, a, a individual retirement account or a Roth IRA retirement account, you can put away 7000 there if you're a young un. And if you're uh, the catch up is another thousand there. So if you're over the age of 50, you can put away $8,000 in an IRA or a Roth IRA. Now, remember, with uh, the, there's a lot of rules around your income. We're not going to get into all that. But those are some of the options, things you could, the numbers you should know. I'll put it that way. Yeah, you can that? make too much money to fund an IRA or Correct. a Roth IRA. So you have to be aware of that. Um, which always brings me to a lot of these things because the, the numbers are the numbers. But th there's a lot of people that have sort of myths about retirement saving, right? This is from a piece in uh, Bloomberg. Their one number one myth was the goal of retirement finance is to maximize the return of your portfolio. N yeah. Okay. It could be. It could be at some yeah. point in your life, but maybe not forever, right? Well, it, it, it should be one of the the top goals. Yeah. The only. No. It's it's a combination of making it and, and protecting it. 
Yeah, and it get when you, again when you get over the, the overage of fifty thing, I think you're going to protect some of it because you may be retiring in ten or fifteen years. Their myth number two: retirement crisis is inevitable because most people have not saved enough. Wait a minute, read that one again. A, a retirement, retirement crisis, crisis is, is inevitable. Inevitable. That does that. Are they saying that to everyone? They're just saying that that's on the horizon. It's coming. People haven't saved enough, and there's going to be a crisis. There'll be a crisis for those who haven't saved enough, but for those who have saved enough, there won't be a crisis. Yeah, that's now that's an interesting question. Or will somewhere along the way the government says we got to take care of everybody, so we'll figure something out for you? Well, they're not taking my money. I got it. <laughs> I, I worked hard to get that. Uh, myth number three. This is one that I really hate. Social Security will be fine, but you won't get it. Nearly half of Americans, it says, think they're never going to see Social Security. Half. Oh, oh, these are myths. Yeah, these are myths. This is. Oh, I forgot they were myths. I'm yeah. saying it was fact. Okay, uh, that's a myth. Yeah, They're going mean, to get Social Security one way or the other. Yeah, I mean, it may look and, different. It may wait longer, but I mean, that's silly, right? Well, as long as, you know, there, there are a lot of, as long as the government continues or whatever. But yeah, okay. Pretty, pretty certain you're going to get it. Yeah, we could, we're not going to get into that argument. Okay, a couple other things that changed in 2024 in addition to the amounts. Uh, starting this year, IRA and 401k holders will be allowed a penalty-free distribution to pay bills for financial emergencies. This exemption is limited to one withdrawal a year and a maximum of $1,000. So you could take $1,000 out of that okay. IRA or the 401k and not pay a penalty on it. Yeah, don't do that. That's new. That's, that's a terrible thing to do. I know. Really. It was on my list of things to put a line through. Don't ever do it unless you absolutely, absolutely uh, have yeah, to do it. Because, yeah, because uh, I agree. The, the lost earning potential on that money, it's not the taxes are basically nothing at a thousand bucks, but the lost earning potential is huge. It is. And just the idea, because well, then maybe next year you say, well, I got another idea for another thousand. You start peeling it out. Uh, workers who have a total and permanent disability because of a physical or mental condition are free to make early withdrawals from IRAs or workplace plans. Uh, but you have to be in a position where you cannot engage in any substantial activity, it says. Um, so Wow. There's one that's uh, going to be- yeah, yeah, that's going to be open to a lot of uh, interpretation. Indeed, and a also, lot of crafty attorneys. Oh yeah, somebody's going to make a living. Another one from Secure Act 2.0. IRA holders, including those with SEP IRAs and simple IRAs, penalty-free withdrawals can be made for medical insurance for you, your spouse, or your dependents. Okay, I get how there are financial crises, and you need the money, but. There, you, you've got to try at least to find a way to make money that is in your retirement plan non-existent. You, you have to kind of forget. I love that. It's there, yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, it's gone. It, it, it's gone. It's gone. You, you, you spent it. It's gone. It's like the money you put into that car. It's gone until you sell the car or that new TV you bought. It's gone. The money you paid for your cable, gone, or streaming services, or Peacock, so you can watch the game. <laughs> Which I'll be, I'm going to be dying to know how many people added. I mean, here are a few of the ones I came up with because I think when you're talking about retirement savings, that people forget. Um, and you just mentioned a great one. I mean, so the first thing I do every year, I do the backdoor Roth within like ten minutes of the new year starting, because then it's the money's out of your account. It's in the, it's over. No considering considering it for other more frivolous activities. Uh, starting early, 
How many people don't do anything for their kid when their kid has some income in their teens? There's nothing more powerful than starting early. As a matter of fact, if we should do it the other way around, people like, oh, I'm 50. I better start saving for retirement. No, no, no. You're 20. You better stop, start saving for retirement because you could, you could conceivably stop in your fifties. Yeah. You could just from what you put away so much. And it'll grow. You'll have all those years of compounding. Um, Here's another one that I think people get kind of locked in and they forget. And that is the Roth IRA or Roth 401k option. Because people have a tendency to say, well, I'm getting a deduction by the money going in my traditional uh, 401k. And then they forget they're 30 years old and some of that money should be going in Roth because that's going to grow tax-free for 30 plus years. That is a long well, time. For the rest of your life. I pardon me. Thank you yeah, for that. Because you even later, and you're not taking it all out, and it continues to grow tax free. Oh, I mean, it's so huge. Um, here's another one that I see people making a mistake all the time. At least when you start working, at least, yeah, you might have some debt, you might have student loans, et cetera. At least save up to the 401k match. Get the free money, please. That one is number one on oh. my list of things to do. Because you're t- you're not just getting a tax deduction, which is nice. The tax deduction's good, or tax-free growth if it's a Roth 401k. But think about this for a minute. If you have an employer who will match you dollar for dollar, the minute you put a dollar in, that dollar magically becomes two dollars. Big deal, right? Huge. You deal. doubled your money instantly, and you, you did it. Take that deal. Without Bitcoin. So, um, which is, oh, don't get, I'm, no, we're gonna, oh, we'll, I'm sorry. That, that, yeah, that yeah, came up. It shouldn't Let's have. not do it. Uh, no, so get the match there. there. Here's another idea. Trouble. <laughs> Here's another idea. Uh, that again, once you save, you start, you put, start and put something aside in that employer plan. You're at least saving up to the match. What about adding 1% a year then? Just a little, you're just adding a little bit more of the money that's coming out each year because maybe you're getting a little raise. You're taking part of that something that's giving you an additional saving every year. So you're scaling that up. I think so that's if I'm huge. putting a thousand dollars in next year, I just put in a thousand and ten dollars. One percent. Yeah. I would say I would rather go with eleven hundred, but okay. That that's it feels like a little bit yeah, sounds you're right. That sounds like a little bit more money. At least we're not talking about basis points anyway. You got in trouble for basis points (laughs) too. I did. Man, Um, our listeners, some of our listeners are highly critical. That's all right. When they write their reviews, it's like, I hate those idiots. They said basis points. Okay. Sorry. Here's here's my final one, which I see basically every day because people bring me their 401k plans. Here's how I'm invested. Get your asset allocation right. And get it right from the beginning. No, I'm serious. Well, I just no, ran into somebody who had that. You go, get your ass set. <laughs> oh, pardon me. <laughs> I mean, I just ran into this the other day. Somebody came in with a 15 uh, fund plan and guess what they had? What? Money in each of the 15. They thought they just supposed to put money in each fund. Oh, well, yeah. okay. Then you make sure you, at least, you know, you have the right, the best one. <laughs> please, 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 please. And if you don't know anything about this. Yes. And you don't want to learn anything about it, and you don't want to yes. ask for help, then yes. just do the target date fund. There you just go. And it- get your head out of your assets. <laughs> your asset allocation. <laughs> that's that's pretty awful. Anyway, uh-huh. uh, yeah. so there's. I I'm mean, those sorry. are a few things to pay attention to with uh, with retirement savings in 2024. A lot of opportunity there. Really is because you can yeah. save a whole lot. 
It's awesome. Good stuff to look forward to. Putting more money in your retirement plan so you can enjoy it more when you get old like us. Or you could just do like us and keep working until you die. Yeah, I think that's, by the way, back yes. to the coach firing or whatever they're calling coach. it. I think that's why they finally got rid of Pete Carroll in Seattle because I don't think he was ever going to quit. He's 72, but he looks like he's about, you know, 40 and he yeah. jumps around like he's 35. I think they're just like, dude, if we don't like, he's going to be here doing this in, at 80. It's not going to get is, any easier. Is he so, real or is he artificial? I, that's a good point. He's an avatar of some kind or because something. Because you look at Bill Belichick. Yeah, he looks go, like 71 Oh, or yeah, dude, he looks old. Pete Carroll, I'm never going to grow old. I, I have yeah. an S on my chest because I'm super coach. Yeah, and that's yeah. maybe why they finally thought, you know what, dude, you're like 72. We don't want to be doing this when you're 80. <laughs> and the grumpy lobster boat captain yeah, is out there in the Northeast going, oh. He's I, fishing I, for a new old. job. Yeah, don't you're messing with the wrong coach. I think I'd hire him. I'm sorry. I, if I had a team, I, I would, think I would. I would absolutely, I would absolutely hire him. Yeah, I, think I would fire Sean Payton and hire him. Whoa. Big news I'm from the Denver fan. Broncos front. All right. This, time this for a couple thing. of quick questions here. Oh, yeah, sure. Let's do okay. that instead of football. Uh, this comes from Mike in Appomattox, Virginia. I wonder how the oh, courthouse is. Whoa. Um, Thank goodness the war ended. Thank goodness. Yeah. Thank you, Appomattox. Uh, my wife and I started an HSA account about two years ago through Fidelity. That would be a health savings account, yeah, correct? Right. Thank you. Correct. Um, our high deductible insurance plan is a $5,000 annual expense limit. Although I know that's not ideal, our tight, budgets, our tight budget requires us to use $1,500 or $1,500 funds out of the account every year. Okay. Mm -hmm. So okay. we got that part figured out. They have 7000 in it. 1,000 or less is in savings. 6,000 of it is in a Don McDonald CD ladder. One, two, three, four, 12 and 18 months. Oh, wait, that's one month, two. I guess it must be. That's not my ladder. My ladder is an ladder's, annual ladder. Yeah, okay. One, two, three, four, five. Um, but here's the question yeah. the part you're going to really like. Okay. He says, as interest rates on CDs are declining. Oh, no. I was I wondering what your going. thoughts on I my investments. Know where this is going. What my investment strategies for this account? I know I need to keep most of it liquid, but I'd like to make start making moderate to longer term investments. We're fifteen years away from ideal retirement. So, with seven thousand dollars, how much of that should be in a? That's very short term. Short term CD ladder, and how well, much of it should given, be invested in some other way? Given that uh, they're using a portion of it every year then uh, that portion should remain liquid. Then that approximate portion should be in a one-year CD, maybe. Thank you. That approximate portion should be in a two, three, four, and five. Anything over and above that, you're pretty confident you're not going to spend that, except in retirement. That money should go into something longer term. And would that be a target date fund? Would that be an all? No, that would be like global equity because you got a you got a that's ton okay. of yeah. All so right. global equities. That's so set I aside. Did you say three thousand of it in the shorter term, and then put well, the rest no, in something longer? No, 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 no. I said to okay. do the first like it's, he said seventeen a year. Well, yeah, fifteen hundred a year coming out of seven thousand a year. They, so saved. that'd be six, seven, sixty, seventy five hundred in CDs. Okay. Then as he's adding more, he's going to start buying equities. Right. Okay. All right. Going forward. Okay. All right. Yes. That's good. All right. Yeah. 
Those right, HSAs, because I was I, I haven't even looked at mine in a while. I don't know how it's invested. I mean, it's in stocks for the most part because I'm paying my medical expenses out of uh, pocket. Uh, Diane from Sammamish, Washington says, subject, what's a girl to do? <laughs> Happy New Year's, guys. I don't I, know. Uh, what is a girl to do? <laughs> we're going to find out. I very much enjoy listening to your banter and advice over the years. I have a problem and I'm looking for your insight. Mm-hmm. I recently received a good size $500,000 inheritance tax-free cash, no strings. I'm 60 years old, have no debt, own my home, and no kids to worry about. I'm pretty confident that in my current retirement savings plan, SSI pension will cover my retirement in a couple of years, barring anything I can't predict. Herein lies the problem. I don't have this money earmarked for my retirement or any crazy spending spree. Kind of thinking this could be my budget for unforeseen medical care thinking 15 to 20 years from now. She says, no, I'm not going to do annuities. But uh, what do you say? Half a million dollars. Unnecessary for any purpose, including just going with you to Vegas. That would um, be fun. Yeah, she's welcome yeah, to come along. She could She could pretty much uh, front you the money. Which is for I all your that. crazy gambling. <laughs> which would be 10. By the way, the casino, which I wrote, never wrote me back. So apparently our reputation well, for I, oh, you okay. Call, you got a call. All right. Anyway, um, yeah, because nobody answers emails. They nope. just go into email <sharp> purgatory. Uh, she said she's. it's a long time till she might need it. Yeah. So yeah. given that, this money should go into your brokerage account. I think if you go take the risk quiz and just see ah, how much craziness you can stand. There you go. That's a lot of money too, by yeah, the way. Go to talkingrealmoney.com, take the risk quiz and see how much crazy you can stand. If you're way up on the crazy scale, like you can take a 50% decline in the value of your portfolio in a year. If you're like, ah, yeah, then go buy the, uh, the AVGE. Is that the right one? Yes, that is yeah. the Avantis Global Equity Fund. Someone asked yeah. us not to just say ticker, so that is the Avantis Global, Global Equity, Equity Fund. All yeah. stocks, yes. If you're if you're like crazy, because think about that for a minute. If on some you know some odd chance that just grows, just grows at seven percent per year, and it's done, it has done better than that. Yeah, let's assume it just grows at seven in ten years. That should be about a million dollars. In 20 years, that should be about $2 million. In 30, just you see what I'm getting at? Yeah, quite a bit of money. That's an awful lot of okay, really excellent health care. Not very many people can take the ups and downs of a total right. I'm stock. I'm starting at portfolio. the crazy end. All right. You're going nuts. Then we work our way down the scale. To, you're probably going to end up landing somewhere around the 60% ah, in a globally diversified and 40% in a dull, boring bond fund. Like okay. So D&D. then you would do you know, 60% in a global stock portfolio. You mm-hmm. mentioned one fund if you only wanted to use one fund. And well, then I'm trying to make life easy for her. Yeah. No, I agree. Simple. So, yeah, I think that's a reasonable approach. 60-40, that's going to be a lot of money for you if you need health care or some other thing that you decide in the next 10 years I want to give it to. Whatever the safe money rate going forward, despite the fact that we have a nice period going down, we don't know what the future is going to bring, but we can look back at history and see that the safe money rate is well under 5% uh, historically over decades and decades. Yeah, long term. Yeah, long term. Um, so you're not going to expect much, but 
and again, I use the seven to be like super, super hyper conservative. Looking at history, that I is mean, conservative. If you look at history, the yeah. number's about 10, which means you double about every eight years, right? Yeah. Yeah. 10. Okay. There you go. Okay. Good advice. Oh, you mentioned the telephone. That's interesting because well, okay, uh, they call them they call them smartphones now. Yeah, or well, nobody little, uses it as a phone. Computers. They only use it for texting and sending messages. But I here's use my mine message: as a phone. Here's my message: <laughs> Call me. Call I'd love to what? talk to you. Call whatever you want to call me. Call I get you a lot ass of things. Set class. <laughs> I get called a lot of things. Yeah. Um, a lot of you go online. You fill out the form, and we have a chat about your situation. But okay, if but you see, don't want to do that, calling you. That's filling. That's out a what form. I'm saying. You just said the form doesn't work. And in do this case, it does. Do you think people want to call you? I think they do. Okay. And gonna I'm going to give you the number? number. No, not my personal number, but I'm going to give out the company number. All right. I do give a lot of people my personal number. And you know, the interesting thing is almost no one abuses that. It's fascinating. People almost no one. Almost no one. Generally nicer than we not, give them credit for. <laughs> I always worry. Except like, for the, gro- the guy in that the show BitCon. And he was apparently uh, just evil. It, I, I grew up wanting to be a criminal. Well, and and that's wow. great that you've been one. You've been aspirations. At least the lad had aspirations. He's stolen from people and then just got away with it. The judge said, "Yeah, you're a good guy. You go home. You're a nice fellow. Because well, you take care of your child. To be a thief. Yeah, it wasn't. You know, you didn't accidentally accident. stumble into thievery. If you need some help, oh, yes, you can go online. You can go to Talking Real Money. You can go to TalkingRealMoney.com. Click on Meet an Advisor. If you want to chat with me, here's a telephone number. And I take chats again on Saturday morning. So I'm working Saturdays. The holidays are over. Time you to get back to work. Weekdays too. I do take some on weekdays. Here's right. the phone number. You ready? Right. Go ahead. Give it. Eight hundred. That means it's toll free. Eight hundred. Oh, you don't want to pay those toll charges. <laughs> Could rack up quick. Eight hundred three eight six three zero zero four. Eight hundred three eight six three zero zero four. Call Tom today while the oh. offer stands. I'm and speaking of toll charges. The other day, I, I have a voiceover client. I'm doing a voices for a ton of video games for some new company. And the woman was in Great Britain. And so she sent me her phone number and said, call me. I figure out the time. So I, I looked at it and I went, am I going to get charged something for this? Oh. And then it the occurred to me that in? Yeah, I put the, it, you don't get charged. Really? It's still free. It's, of course it's free. It's, it's not call. free when you go overseas and you call no, the United I go States. No, the other way. Yeah, because no, I've done no, that. And no, had a huge no, no, bill. but calling overseas is free. <laughs> I mean, just, it's, unthi- I think about it as an old guy and I remember, you <sighs> know, we, I, I would never call overseas. It could cost hundreds of dollars. Now you just call. Yeah. Hi. The lines, the lines have been removed and the satellites are in place. Funny. It's pretty easy. Anyway, hey, thank you all for being a part of this little get together uh, and uh, attempt to try to make you a better money manager. We hope you'll continue to join us, tell friends and neighbors and colleagues and acquaintances and uh, I don't know, family members, uh, people who intended to be criminals, tell them. Uh, we, we can talk about ill gotten booty or ill boot and gotti. What was that from? Il Boot and Gotti. <laughs> that was when John Gotti was running things. No, no, no. Il Boot and Gotti. It was from a movie or something. Ah, okay. That's, yeah. that's what I remember it for. But all right. Okay. Anyway, yeah. uh, so do you all You get the things. idea. Yeah, yeah, you get thanks. the idea. We're leaving now. I'm Don. Tom's over there. And what we do all the, all the, all the, all, all the time is sit around talking real money. The opinions and views expressed on this podcast were current on the date recorded. 
Opinions, estimates, forecasts, and statements of financial market trends that are based on current market conditions constitute our judgment and are subject to change without notice, including any forward-looking estimates or statements which are based on certain expectations and assumptions. Although information and opinions given have been obtained from or based on sources believed to be reliable, no warranty or representation is made as to their correctness, completeness, or accuracy. Information presented on the podcast is not personalized investment advice from Appella Wealth. The views and strategies described may not be suitable for everyone. This podcast does not identify all the risks, direct or indirect, or other considerations which might be material to you when entering any financial transaction. Past performance does not guarantee future results, and profitable results cannot be guaranteed. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. The podcast is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Wealth, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Please see Appella Wealth's ADV Part 2A on our website for information regarding Appella's fees and services. Appella Capital, LLC, DBA Appella Wealth, is an investment advisory firm registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission. The firm only transacts business in the states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempt from registration requirements. Registration with the SEC or any state securities authority does not imply a certain level of skill or training. Appella does not provide tax or legal advice, and nothing either stated or implied here should be inferred as providing such advice. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and important disclosure related to performance of any specific index or fund quoted in this podcast. And the lawyers get richer.